Hey, Mario, how's it going, man? Uh, so what are your Thanksgiving plans for this week? Bro, um, turkey, I think some more turkey, and finishing off with more turkey. Mm, yes, that sounds uh, delicious. One of my favorite things is cranberry sauce. Has to be there every Thanksgiving. Bro, I don't think I've ever tried cranberry sauce. Oh, dude, you're missing out. Definitely get some. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, are you getting? Oh, are you guys doing some for sure, too? Yeah, definitely. By definitely. the way, those that don't know, we are literally, you're, all, you're in a different state right now. I am. I'm in Houston, Texas. Man. I, I, I'm, you know, sorry, but it's, you know, I just, <laughs> no, I'll just play, bro. Let's get to start it. All right. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of DM and Truth and Tech. I'm Mario Alvarado. And I'm Daniel Escalante. And although we're far away because of vacation time, it is uh, Thanksgiving week, but um, we're still glad that you guys can join us, you know? Exactly. And it's uh, it's 2018, and so we're able to uh, still connect with each other even across the distance. So that's been pretty cool. Technology is amazing. Definitely. It's pretty awesome. And um, we hope you guys are having a great Thanksgiving, that you guys eat enough. Um, I think most of all, have a grateful spirit, right? Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. We're so grateful, to be honest, for all the uh, listeners. We're getting close to a thousand uh, listenings, or I don't know how do you say. It? How would average, you say it? average average listens? I think or average, yeah, something totally. like that. Something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, that's pretty exciting. We're thankful for that. We're thankful for all of you guys who have joined us, who have reached out to us, who have um, gone in the conversation with us. We're really thankful that you guys would. You know, just come together in this small and create a small community here. Exactly. And yeah. To encourage you to write us, right? Our email is dmtruthtech at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, and engage with us on Twitter um, yeah. at dmtruthtech. Join us there, dmtruthtech. We're posting stuff. We're posting the apps, we're posting different little thoughts and stuff like that. And we just hoping that you guys could also join uh, the conversation of what we're having here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. But go miss you over here, bro. We're gonna I know, you. man. We miss you guys too. Yeah, bro. But anyway, so uh, we got good stuff to talk about. Uh, good app we have in mind. Uh, I think it help you all out and especially mm-hmm. in your church context, um, especially if you're a leader. And then we have uh, the topic where church talk, where we're going to be talking about church itself, kind of in connection with what we talked about last week, but a little bit more deep into what really is the purpose of a church? How can we apply that? And is our church really doing what Mm-hmm. What Jesus meant it to do, right? Yeah, exactly. If we're actually reflecting, um, you know, the true spirit of church that you, that God had in mind when He uh, when He sent out His disciples, you know, to make disciples of all nations. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, let's get right to it, man. This yeah, time, let's for, do it. Uh, take a moment for you. So, for take moment for you, uh, we're going to talk about the app Quip. Now, this is a great app. Actually, we use this app to, you know, write down in our episodes. We've used actually a number of apps and throughout our episodes, right? Yes, yeah. We we tried tried, so many different things. We tried so many. But this one actually is the one we finally settled in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one that I've actually used before also with uh, my church members Mm -hmm. Um, and my team, you know, you are my youth team that we had back uh, when I was pastoring and it's a, I have to say, man, it's, it's only gotten better. This mm-hmm. app has only improved. And basically if we want to summarize it, it's just an app where you can collaborate as a team mm-hmm. in organizing 
the different just different things right mm-hmm. up yeah. we're talking about documents pdfs we're talking about the ability to chat with one another mm-hmm. the ability to make calendars to make spreadsheets yeah all, all within the app all within the app mm-hmm. all within what, what's you've been in your experience man i mean i, sh- I know i showed it to you um, yeah. At first, and you tried it out. What, what, what do you think? Like, honestly, yeah, for me, it's been definitely one of my favorite apps and definitely one that um, I would definitely want to incorporate into my ministry, you know, when I have a church and, you know, to connect with my leaders and stuff. Um, but it's definitely been a really great app. Uh, I love the layout. I love um, that you can collaborate with the other person in real time. Uh, you can see the changes that they make. You can see what they're adding. And uh, one thing that I've always thought is kind of like lacking in other collaboration uh, apps was just, yeah, the ability to share photos, to add in, you know, other documents within, you know, what you're working on. Um, And the fact that Quip has that, it's, it's incredible. So it's been good. I mean, your experience on it has been good. I, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, so you can create folders and within these folders, you create applic- you create um, documents, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You can create anything from a spreadsheet. Now you have the ability to create even slides that you can put on PowerPoint and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, for example, let's say you have a team. You have a, you're a leader and you're in charge of a specific department. Your department is around five, six members. Sometimes just emailing can be a little hectic you forgot to copy that one person or you forgot to te- uh, or you forgot to add that one person in the email list or maybe you don't need absolutely everyone to know about um about what you're trying to say right and you're, you yeah. just have all those people on that list of your email that you're trying to send out or you're just, you know, always looking for these documents that you're trying to send. Someone says, I didn't get it. You have to resend it or you have mm-hmm. to go back to another email. Anyway, it can become a little hectic. Yeah, exactly. And within Quip, it's just all there. Exactly. It just makes things so much easier. It makes things so much easier. If you can make folders when you talk, let's say you have your meetings, you have a folder with minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you need the minutes, you can have all the minutes in just that one folder and it's accessible to your whole team. Exactly. Yeah. All you have to do is add them to that folder mm-hmm. and they have full access to viewing that. Now, mm-hmm. now, now we know that sometimes there's like, for example, big meetings. For example, you have the big board meeting, right? Yeah. So you can have folders where you add all the members of the board meeting, but then you can have also other folders where you just add specific people for maybe specific departments yeah like committees or things like that committees exactly and 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 maybe you don't want you don't want everyone that's on this folder to be on this folder um but you can pick and choose who has access to what exactly yeah and something like that is just really important it just makes things flow so much more smoother um, when you are, you know, running a church and have all those administrative tasks and things like that, man. And you just hit right. So when you talked about administrative tasks, mm-hmm. an administrative task, for example, some, that's another thing that I like about the quip app. You can write someone's name on there mm-hmm. and then write the task that they have to do and by when they have to do it. Oh, okay. That and one I it, hadn't tried yet, man. And it will send them a reminder a few oh, wow. days before within the app to say, Hey, you have this task that you were 
done to do. So then wow. you can always you can always go to the chat and say, yeah. hey, you know, because it'll send the notification to the person who's doing the task and to the one who set the task. Mm, okay. So then you can also go up. For example, if I say, hey, Daniel, I write on there, Daniel has to, you know, buy a microphone for our third podcast. Yeah. Speaker, I don't know. Um, by Wednesday, da, da, da. it'll send you a notification probably about like Tuesday or Monday. Yeah. Um, it'll set an alarm and then it'll send me so I can go on and I'll be like, hey, da- hey Daniel, you know, um, just making sure you got the notification, da, da, da. Um, make sure you buy it. You'll be like, oh, yeah, I got it. You know, I'm already on it. I already bought it. Any, whatever it is. It's that you can chat directly concerning those specific tasks. You can comment on specific things or mm-hmm. on that specific task. Maybe you want to leave a note um, saying, hey, go to, you know, you're buying this microphone. You leave a small note on there that says uh, there's a special in um, there's a special going on at Guitar Center, you know, instead of Sam, Sam Ash or, or Sam Ash. Is that what it's called? I, I, I forget. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyway, you could. there's just so much this. It's so good for being organized and intentional about things, man. Exactly, and in a yeah. world where we have so much meetings or, or, mm-hmm. or, or things like this, mm-hmm. Quip is the app to go. Oh, tell them the pricing, bro. Oh, it is absolutely free. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's what we love to hear. Free. <laughs> free is great. It's free. And that's what gets me too, is that it's free, it's quality, and there's no in-app purchases, you know, to purchase even more features or to even get access to uh, the key features. Um, it's all just right there. You download the app and you have um, even the next feature updates, you have it all there ready for you. Yes. Now, I know there's price points. If we can go to the website, there's some pricing for some extra things. Mm, but, okay. but to be honest, I've never even looked at them because they don't push that on you. Exactly. Yeah. It, all the free stuff that they have is enough. Like they, I don't, I don't know why we would have to pay for anything now. Cause there's other apps, like for example, uh, Slack, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you heard of Slack. That's heard, another yeah. uh, good app. Um, Monday is another one I think that's recently come out. Um, but these are all apps that you have to pay a monthly fee for. Mm, okay. With Quip, you don't have to do that. So, oh, another great thing about it. It's available on all platforms. Yes. So Excellent. Android, iOS, Mac OS, Windows, desktop, iPad. I mean, it can't get better than that, man, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you guys have, uh, I mean, this is for, if you're, you know, in meetings, you have a team that you want to work with and you want to better communicate and better organize yourself, mm-hmm. Quip is the way to go. Mm. Quip is the way to go. Yeah, so I definitely don't, recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to it, bro. Um, I think that's everything. We covered it. It's just an all around great application um, and it just keeps getting better. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The updates are good too. They keep doing on them. So anyway, um, I guess I would say, sorry, uh, before we move on, but I think one thing that I would like to see is, um, if you're using, you know, if you have it on the iPad pro support for the Apple pencil would be nice. Oh yeah. You know, just to highlight things or circle things. Um, that's the only thing I think. You're right. That you're right. I think there is a way to add something. I was using it. Oh, um, I think probably a month ago I used a pencil on it. Um, but not the ability to, uh, you have to create a new document and you can write things. Oh, um, okay. But it's not the same as being able to highlight and, you know, oh, something okay. ability. So you're right. If yeah. they can come up with that, I imagine that with all the hype about the new iPad pro and stuff like that, they yeah. might come up with something like that. Yeah, true. 
That would um, be great. That would be great, actually. That would be amazing. But anyway, so let's dive in now um, into our church talk. So All right. Join us for that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we're going to be talking about church and the word church itself. We talked about last week what church wasn't, right, bro? I mean, mm-hmm. we said yeah. that it's not the temple. Mm-hmm. We, we made the temple the center of everything today. It was back then. Mm-hmm. I, it's not anymore and it shouldn't be anymore. Mm-hmm. The focus, the center should be the church. Yes. Yeah. That's where the Holy Spirit descended and the church is us. Mm-hmm. It's the people, it's the community of believers. Mm-hmm. But I want to start out with, um, with this uh, quote from um, Francis Chan Mm-hmm. He just recently uh, released a book called Letters to the Church. By the way, we highly recommend that book. It's a very, very good book. But this is a quote from it. It says, first, I have them list all the things that people expect from the church. Now, getting out of the quote, um, this this is him talking about his church board. Okay. okay? He's all talking right. to his church leaders, to his church leaders, his church board. He's letting them know, okay. This is what he, this is what he's doing to them. I have them list all the things that people expect from the church. Mm-hmm. They usually list obvious things like a really good service, strong age specific ministries, mm-hmm. a certain style or volume, length, yeah. length of singing, yeah. a well communicated sermon, conveniences such as parking, a clean church building, um, coffee and some childcare, etc. Yeah. Then I have them list the commands God gave the church in scripture. Usually they mention commands like love one another as I have loved you. John 15, 12 visit orphans and widows in their affliction. James 1, 27 make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28, 19 bear one another's burdens. Galatians 6, 2, etc. Mm-hmm. I then ask them what would upset their people more if the church didn't provide the things from the first list or if the church didn't obey the commands in the second list. Wow. Man, that, that, that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's a very excellent question and a really great way to phrase it. It, it, it gets you thinking though, right? It like, does. Yeah. Like what, what is my, what is the purpose of my church? Mm-hmm. What, what do we spend most of our time thinking about? And, and, and if we're honest, it really is, okay, making a really good service, having good, strong, age-specific ministries, having good or a specific certain style. Yeah. <laughs> that, that volume part was funny or yeah. the length of singing because, you know, that's a big thing. That's yeah. a, still a big deal in, in a lot of churches. Um, and church has become about these conveniences, has become more about how good a service is. For as little bit of time as possible, you know, like it can't go too long, you know, oh, it can't be too short oh, either, no, but we no. want to like, just, you know, just get us out just in time for lunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just early enough that we can have lunch early. And I think the idea behind that is really like, give us like as much free time or time to ourselves, uh, you know, for the rest of the day as possible, yes. you know, like yes. end church as soon as possible so that we can have more time to ourselves. In other words, let's get over with this religious ritual that I have to do. Exactly. 
Yeah. And since it's a religious ritual that I have to do, let's make it as fun as possible, as mm-hmm. more convenient as possible, or as entertaining as possible. Entertaining. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe some don't even maybe some just want the traditional thing. Let, let's just do it the same way. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the way and then we can go and do our thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, in other words, the church has been narrowed down to to an event. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's the bottom line. It's become in many people's minds uh, an event, something that they have to do. Um, and it's something that only lasts for a certain amount of time. Yeah. I mean, just saying, let's go to church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, think, I'm thinking like if Peter or Paul or these guys back in the New Testament times, they think, hey, um, let's go to church. What would, they, what would have they thought by someone saying that? Right. I think they'd have been like, Go we're to here. church. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but we're here. Like, what do you mean go to, you maybe go to a house or you could go to, you know, the church today has become a place of where something happens, an event. Mm-hmm. And in the Bible, that's not how church is defined. Yeah. In the Bible, the church is not a place or an event. It's a group of people. Exactly. It's a group of people and those people are the disciples of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So do you think there's problems in thinking this way? I mean, I mean, what, what, what we live in an agent, an agent time, man, where there's so many things happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. I keep, I keep saying this, like we live in an age time today, but I think throughout history, Mm -hmm. there has been times where the church, needed to step up definitely yeah the church needed to step up and even today we need to step up because not 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 in creating more events but in in just being what jesus called us to be exactly we are to imitate him Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's happening it's happening for sure but i don't think like mainstream christianity like Mm -hmm. Even even Adventism, man, mm-hmm. it's not happening. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it's 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 happening. Churches really just come at nine a.m. Let's get more information about you know. Let's discuss the information that we read about the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, that was cool. Um, we'll argue a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have our worship service, which you know, I, I, which is great. Um. And then that's it. We call it church. Now, in some yeah. Hispanic churches, we have AY, right? We have Susan Holiness. Yeah. yeah, it goes on till the evening. But even that um, has kind of lost, I, I feel like it's kind of lost its focus. Um, it's it's turned into more just a program. Um, and I think we've talked about this before, just a program for the adults. You know, it's not even a place where young people can really express themselves or experiment or anything like that. It isn't. And man, I mean, and, and this kind of connects to the saying, I don't know if you heard the saying, people saying today, I believe in God, not in organized religion. Yes. Yeah. You heard them say that? I oh, mean, yeah, I've heard definitely. that. You know, oh, I believe in God. I just don't believe in organized religion. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with that, mm-hmm. but to a certain point as organized religion, it's been our fault. Yeah. It's our fault. Yeah. That, man. Yeah. We can definitely see that. 
I mean, who are we to blame? We, we, it's easier for us to say, oh, no, you just don't like the church or you just, you know, just, you're just an evil person. No. <laughs> and, and you don't like the church, so you're wrong. You believe in God, but you don't like the church, so you're wrong. It's like, but wait a minute. Have we really been the church that God has called us to be? Exactly. Yeah. And when we look at it from, uh, you know, you mentioned the church in Acts. And I think one of the things that was really just amazing about it was... Yes, the fact that it was people, but these were people that were so intimately connected with one another that they had grown wow. themselves into community. You yes. know what I mean? The Bible says that they shared with one another. Uh, there was nobody lacking anything because they all just shared amongst themselves. If someone needed, I can't even, I can't even imagine like what that must have been like. Like how you had to have been close enough to the person, you know, been to their house a number of times for them to know what it was that they were lacking. You also would have to be comfortable enough to say like, hey, I need something. Do you mind? Uh, can I borrow yours? You know, and this is not family. These are what used to be strangers that just, you know, started growing together all because Jesus called them because they believed in Jesus. You know, that was their common um, identifying mark. You know, they all believed in Jesus. So they all came together. And I think that is the kind of intimacy that we are. Maybe we've grown so big that it's hard to build that um or maybe we're just afraid of um getting that intimate with 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 one another because it would mean mm -hmm. then letting other people in and letting them see past the faces that we show on Sabbath. It it means Bro. being intimate. It means being open and vulnerable. And I think we've gotten to a point maybe it's American culture. You are you know the culture here in the West that is oh, kind yeah. of like that. It's like, you know, um, you know, we each have our yard. That's our space. You only come in if I invite you in. Um, yes. You know, and you only know what I allow you to know. Um, and maybe that has pervaded, you know, our churches where we start to see it as like, you know, the church, even though it should be more vulnerable and open, we kind of like to tell our church family, like you only you're only allowed to come in as far as I let you in. You know what I mean? Wow. And so it's, yeah, so it's led to this, um, we're just kind of afraid of being that intimate with one another. Bro, I mean, oh man, what you said is, is, is so amazing because, so we, we the, the Bible tells us that the world should know that we are Christ's disciples. Mm -hmm. The Bible, Jesus says it. Yeah. Right? He says, yeah. And the world will know that you are my disciples in that you love one another. Mm-hmm. It bothers me sometimes where we talk about as a church, we talk about, oh, you know, don't let the world come into the world is coming into the church. Oh, yeah, really? In what way? Well, exactly. you know, um, you know, Pokemon people, kids are playing Pokemon Go. Uh, bro, I'm going to tell you something like Pokemon Go has created more community. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad to say that, but Pokemon Go has created more community. I think sometimes mm -hmm. than some churches have in a lifetime. Yeah, for sure. And it's only been around for two years now, I think. Two, two, it, yeah, two years two, has two. managed to bring um, communities closer together or a group of people closer together, young and old. I've seen some of these like Discord groups and, you know, these get togethers that people have a Pokemon Go. And it's not just young people. You know, there's uh, adults, there are older adults. They're playing with them. And they know each other's names. They know, you know, what they do for work and things like that. They know each other. And it's incredible yeah. to see. Man. And it, it, 
I mean, and that's not to say, now, so for example, w- people keep arguing, no, the world's coming in. We have drums and, you know, the world's coming to the church because now, you know, uh, the youth of today are, are I don't know, they, you know, they're listening to, I don't know, romantic music. We shouldn't be listening. Yeah. When, when, when the world also, in many ways, I, and I usually think that when the, the, in the Bible, it's talking to the world, it's talking about to the negative principles of the world. Mm-hmm. It's talking about envy. It's talking about hate. Mm-hmm. And you said it. We live in a world where, especially in our Western society, it's about me. Yes. Yeah. It's very, it's very self-centered. Very self-centered, man. Mm-hmm. You have, and that's how marketing works today, right? Mm-hmm. How, do, how, do, how do companies make, you know, we got Black Friday coming up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do companies, you know, market? Well, they tell you got to look the best. You, you'll just see the word you written all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least implied, right? Exactly. Or at least implied. Yeah, or they try to try, they try to like um like str- you know massage your ego a little bit. You know, if you want to be yeah. the best, if you want to be the most professional, then you need this. You know, and you start thinking, well, you know, I'm a professional. I I you know I'm definitely need that. Then that that's me right there. <laughs> and that's what the Bible tells us to go against. That's the world coming into the church, and the church somehow has gotten this self-centered thing. I mean, we've talked about this in previous podcasts mm-hmm. where we say, where, where I grew up listening to this saying, mm-hmm. where people say, just come to church, but don't look at the people, just look at God. Mm. Don't focus on the people, just focus on God. And it's like, wait, what? Then what <laughs> when you to church? Yeah. <laughs> I can just do that at home. And they'll say, no, 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 because the church, you know, God tells us that we got to go to church. But see, that's the whole mentality that we mm-hmm. that a church is a place and it's an event. Mm-hmm. And when church is a place and when church is an event, then it becomes a ritualistic thing. Mm-hmm. It becomes a matter of doing just because I have to instead of me knowing that I'm doing it because I am the church. Exactly. You know, yeah. if it's a it's like a job, like your job is somewhere else. It's not where you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. So. You got to go like, I don't know, if you work at a grocery store, your job is at that place. Mm-hmm. Got to show up. You got to do it. And in, in, in the Bible, church doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. We are the church. We are called to be the church. We are the temple. We are it together. And we have to make a difference wherever we go. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not a place and it's not an event. And you might be saying, people might be arguing too, bro, you know, like, oh, you know, what's this big deal about fellowship, you know, coming together? Okay, well, in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, mm-hmm. this is, we're talking about immediately after the Holy Spirit descends on the church, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Acts chapter 2 is is basically, you know, the the church is on fire, mm-hmm. um, literally, okay, <laughs> and, and symbolically. <laughs> but in verse 42, after that has happened, it says... They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, mm. to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Yes. And they devoted themselves to just like talk about Bible and, or just get information and, and, and argue? No. Mm-hmm. It's just to fellowship. How many times is the church today in the 21st century here in the Western world? No, I mean, I don't want to attack the church. We don't want to seem like we're attacking the church, right? Yeah, I mean, these no, are just not at all. We want to have. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there is fellowship happening. There is love there. But is it the love that God wants it to be? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, check this out. In that same verse, in that same context, verse 44 says, all the believers were together and had everything in common, right? What you said. Yeah. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. And check this out, verse 46. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Wow. Every day. Every day that they did that. So the number, the church was growing mm -hmm. because of their devotion to what? To coming together, mm -hmm. to fellowship, to fellowship. yeah, to the teaching, to being the church that to 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 that crazy, ridiculous love that you said would just say, "Hey, I need money," or "Hey, you know what? Let's help each other out. Exactly. Let me get let me get you going." Mm -hmm. Um, that was such a crazy notion of love that people in those days were like, "Dude, what's going on with these people? Like, wh what kind of love is that?" Mm -hmm. And then it just came true what Jesus was saying. He said, "Well." The world will know you're my disciples when you love one another. Mm -hmm. Acts 20, Acts 2 happens. Uh, the Holy Spirit comes down. And guess what? People start converting to Christianity because of the crazy devotion to each other mm -hmm. and to the teaching of Jesus and the apostles that these this group of believers had. Yeah. Is that what's happening today? Mm, I think that's something that we definitely have to ask ourselves and look around at our churches and see you know, is that happening? Is that happening? And how can we make that happen? Mm -hmm. You know, or what are we doing? I mean, it's a good conversation, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, of course it's easier said than done, but I do believe that God did call a church like the one in Acts 2, which wasn't a perfect church. They had, mm -hmm. if you read Acts, you know, there was all sorts of issues. <laughs> yeah. Like they had all sorts of issues. We think that Acts was just a great, you know, oh, look at the perfect church. No, no, no it was a perfect church. Yeah. But but it was a church that was being led by the Holy Spirit and 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 that was that was doing God's will, you know. Mm -hmm. um, we have to evaluate that mm -hmm. today. I mean, even the other only time that sometimes we meet throughout the week is on prayer meetings day, and then prayer meeting also becomes kind of just like a ritualistic thing. Yeah, where we come for you know like an hour we. We listen to another sermon, mm -hmm. um, sometimes half-hearted sermon. Yeah. Um, you know, we pray because we got to, you know, and then we feel good about that. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times we shame other people. Oh, you didn't go to church. You didn't go to church. What, what if we start getting out of this mentality about going to church and we start saying, hey, how can we be the church? Mm -hmm. How can we start making an impact in our communities every single day not just on saturdays but every single day every single day man that's a hard question but guess what that's a question that the first church dealt with and they actually went through with and it they, yeah exactly yeah um i don't know man i mean what do you think it's it's i think it's it's hard i mean it's 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 not easy especially in our experiences you know that we've had with churches yeah but i think it's something we definitely need to start Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And I think one of the things that makes it the most, um, I guess, critical thing to think about or talk about or analyze where in our churches is the fact that our culture right now, the next generation, um, they're looking for places that offer community. You know, they're starved for community. They, they're starved for relationship and they need that. They want that. And the church should be a place for that. 
And so if we want to attract the newer generation or even the current generation, then we need to make community more of a priority um, of building intentional relationships with one another. Um, you know, I've been to churches that, you know, people don't even like visiting one another. You know, they don't like visiting uh, each other uh, in their homes. Um, but that's where you get to know people, you know, uh, over a meal, you sit down, you, uh, you know, you have lunch together, dinner together, um, you visit each other in, in your homes and, and that's how you grow. That's how you get to know people. Um, and that, I think that is what people are, are looking for today. And so definitely the church needs to, um, you know, like we said, just step it up a little bit, being more intentional about, uh, intentional about being those communities. Man. I mean, look at social media, bro. I mean, Social media is, is, has shown us that there is a cry, mm -hmm. a deep sense of need for community Yeah, that unfortunately many aren't getting in, through social media, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it's a lot, uh, there's a lot of uh, sociologists are saying that social media is an attempt to make community, but it, it's actually making people feel more lonelier mm -hmm. yeah. um, because of all the friends they have, but zero connection. Connection. Yes, exactly. Um, However, the need to to com to have community is there. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. if, if people are so much on social media, it's because they, they want to connect with people. You know, they want to um, they want to be with people. They want to come in community. And what better place than a place of the, of believers who come together and exemplify the character of Jesus and helping one another and dealing with burdens. Um, And Christianity has become more like a, uh, I mean, like a, like a, like a special VIP club mm -hmm. where you have to be this high, you know, have <laughs> to do this yeah. in order to be part, in order to ride. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, then, you know, you know, too bad. Um, and, and it, it just, it's, it's totally opposite of what we see in, in, in the Bible mm -hmm. and, and acts after we see a group of people who have been taken over by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And all they want to do now is literally they're devoting, like to devote yourself to fellowship. Mm -hmm. That means you're being intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That isn't, you're not just happening out of nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing passive about that. Ooh, right there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Nothing passive about that. Mm -hmm. If you're devoting yourself to it, that means that, means that it, it's, it's happening. I mean, this was Luke writing this and he's saying, hey, the church, yeah, they were, they're, part of the, their devotion was to come together. Mm -hmm. And to love one another. And guess what? That came out with issues because there was issues. Mm -hmm. You know, issues came out later. But that's what happens when community believers come together. But guess what? That's why we're in it together because together we need to move forward. Together we're going to help each other. And that's where you get this alelon um, kind of Greek a, word. Yes, right? Yeah. The alel Oh, were you going to say the alelon experience? The, you know, Ex yeah, the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's alelon experience. The one another, mm -hmm. you know, that. Pray for one another, carry one another's burdens, love one another, pray for one another. I mean, and I think the church today needs that. We need to get out of the mentality that it's just the program. And that comes with evaluation. Yeah. That comes with evaluation. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe we need to start asking, how many times do we meet? The ones who do we meet, do we just eat? Do we just come, service, eat, and then leave? Mm -hmm. Some people don't even eat. You know, they just leave right after service. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
And it's, it's, is that really the church God called us for? Mm -hmm. But anyway, obviously we really hope that you guys, um, you know, are intrigued by this conversation and hopefully get, get it going. You might disagree, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Now we're not saying that there's that, that what we're doing now is bad. We're just saying, is that the focus of, or is that the church? Is that what God envisioned? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. When we call the church, um, but I mean, I don't know. You guys might disagree and we're okay with that. Let us know, you know, uh, tweet us or, you know, write us an email. Uh, remember that if you have Anchor, you can also send us a voice, um, a voice comment. Yes. Yeah. And if you guys like it, we can host that voice comment. You can say a whole comment through voice and then we can host it. Um, if you have the Anchor app, that's a way you can listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much the conversation uh, church talk that we have today and uh, we're really glad that you guys could yeah, join thank us thank you so much for joining us I hope you guys have um, you know a really great Thanksgiving day enjoy time with your family and um, and yeah just let us know how we can bring this whole uh, feeling of you know Thanksgiving being around family you know getting to know one another um, maybe that's kind of what's needed to you know be brought into the church a little bit yeah 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 for sure for sure well We'll catch you guys for sure next week then. We hope you guys, like Daniel said, have a great Thanksgiving. And thank you for joining us.